Yeah. Let's go live to the Gold Coast. Uh, sorry to keep this man waiting so long, but the, the main man from the Central Coast Academy of Sport, basketball legend as well, Ian Moose Rebilliard. Good morning, mate. How's things on the Gold Coast? Yeah, g'day, Steve. G'day, Gary. Yeah, really, really good up here. Thanks, uh, Steve. Not as good as the God's waterfront, I'm sure, but it'll have to do. Hey, Ian, you've just spent some time in the US and you went to some of the biggest colleges, uh, not just in America, but also some of the biggest colleges in the world. And they're like a city within themselves. Uh, tell us about your fact-finding mission and then also how that will impact the Central Coast Academy of Sport. Yeah, so we had a we had a study tour. There were five delegates from the regional academy network that we want to keep in front of the bell curve to try and just keep challenging ourselves. Because in, in sports, Steve, as you know, and Gary would know this, if you stand still, you're going backwards. So we went to a number of colleges. We also went to uh, the Golden State Warriors training camp. We went to the Warriors uh, Global Academy. So we had a good look um, at a variety of colleges and as it turned out, we had a bit of a focus at each one. So, you know, USC, where you're very familiar with because of Corey's uh, water polo, we, we uh, were hosted by Nick Popovich, a, a name well-known in Australian sport because of his work with Brian Gorgian. So Pop looked after us with a real strength and conditioning focus at USC. Um, Cal Berkeley was more on compliance. Uh, we went to Sacramento State, where... A good friend, Dave Patrick, is uh, setting up his own basketball program within that Div 1 college. So that had a real coaching focus and, and on it went. And probably the highlight, well, certainly for me, was uh, when we were hosted at the Golden State Warriors. So just to have a look at the very, very pinnacle of what high performance, uh, high, a high-performance setup actually looks like. Yeah, Moose, Gary here, mate. Uh, so what was your biggest takeaway that you're coming back? What, I know that, that they're probably well further advanced than where we are, and it's going to take time to, to, to keep building it, but what do you actually bring away that you can look to implement you know, in the early stages? Yeah, well, we've got, a, we've got an all-staff conference for regional academies next month where we will give a full summary of the program and, and what our learnings. But for me, the very easy takeaway is for regional academies to set up a consistent, standardised S&C program, strength and conditioning program, with specialist support in every sport that we run. That is very, very achievable, and we can, we've already commenced that, uh, that work straight away. But also, we have direct access to Nick Popovich and a number of the S&C experts that are in the college system. Everyone we met met were wanting to actually help us. And for, for that alone, that takeaway, it just it's quite remarkable. And I think it's, you know, listening about Australia, you know, the Australia 2 winning the America's Cup, you've just got to keep pushing the boundaries and that's what we're trying to do. Hey, Ian, which of the colleges impressed you the most? Yeah, we would often, uh, after a visit, we'd say, you know, because Brett O'Farrell went the chair of regional academies, Mark Calverley, who's had a lot of work with the Western Force in Perth, uh, Candice Bogues, who's an SNC expert, and Shona from Northern Inland, we would often, after a visit, say, all right, would we send our children there? <laughs> it was kind of the litmus test. Um, and... The standout for me, Steve, and you, this isn't uh, rehearsed, was, Essen, was uh, USC, the University of Southern Cal. 
just the the uh, investment they've put into their sporting program is unre- it's just unremarkable. It's incredible. And the investment into sport in the US college system, we can't match that, but there are some very clear takeaways from that that we can impart. While you're over there, Moose, did you catch up with any of the basketball games? Uh, we did. We were fortunate um, to go to the Warriors. We were hosted at the Golden State Warriors by their head of European scouting, a fellow called Machumba. And um, he gave us a tour of the Inner Sanctum. And that evening we, uh, we were hosted at the Warriors when they played uh, the Mavs. So, uh, again, that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty neat experience. But the fact that we were inside, in their training venue, in the locker room of the Warriors, looking at their strength and conditioning, their recovery protocol, yeah, that was pretty special. Yeah, and uh, I just reiterate what you said about USC. Uh, It was one of the greatest periods of our life, uh, taking Corey over there, and it is just mind-blowing, particularly the investment in football and what it generates for the college. And we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars generated by the football program. Ian, I'd like to ask you, uh, while you're away, LeBron breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's long-standing record in the NBA, the point-scoring record. What did you make of it? Yeah, well, we we looked at that. We were actually we watched that game on television, not live, because some tickets at that game <laughs> were selling. Wait for it at seventy thousand dollars a seat. Um, but we we had been to, uh, I'm pretty sure we'd been to USC that day and we were out at dinner that night and um, there was a television on and we finished tele- the, finished our meal and then watched LeBron make that <laughs> fade away from the elbow at the keyway to break Kareem's record. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the whole, whole America had stopped because of it. Just amazing, wasn't it? It was absolutely amazing. I'll go back to the other on the other end of the spectrum, I suppose. This is really of interest to me because I've sort of followed it. And that's the and that's I suppose the story of, of Ben Simmons and where his basketball is placed at the moment. Where do you see that and what do you see the future for Ben? Yeah, that's a tough <laughs> that's a tough question, Gary. Um, clearly well he's he I think is he is now Australia's highest paid athlete. Um, but he's had some mental health um, issues to deal with. I think his trade to Brooklyn was probably a good one because uh, Philly didn't work for him, although it did when Brett Brown was there uh, as, as the coach. And then when those changes occur, obviously different coaches have different um, points of emphasis that they try, and, and Simmons didn't really fit into Doc Rivers' system. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes at Brooklyn. I think it's a, it's a process that he's just going to have to work through. Um, and I, I'm sure, you know, it's the Australian way that he'll he'll make it work. Because I know his, his family very well. I know his dad extremely well. And uh, he's got good support and he's got good advice. So fingers crossed that he'll uh, he'll make it work in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think it's a real shame that he didn't play for Australia at the Olympics and he may have come away with a medal first medal ever for the Aussies on the Olympic stage so that's probably something that yeah Paddy Mills he rallied everyone didn't he at the time Ian uh, great to talk to you my friend I know you've got a busy day on the Gold Coast so we'll leave it there and look forward to catching you when you're back home 
Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Steve. Be in touch. Bye now.